Emma here with Truthful Youth, the podcast, where I speak about everything that concerns teenagers. If you'd like more insights, please follow my Instagram, Truthful Youth Podcast, and if you like what you hear, remember to subscribe. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi guys, and welcome to the first real episode of Truthful Youth. Today, my guest and I will talk about what it's like living a comfortable life and friends when moving away to a different country, meeting an unfamiliar culture, and starting your life over. And we will also discuss long-distance friendship. Today, I'm here with my best friend, who can introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Pani Len. I'm a 17-year-old girl who was born and raised in Oslo, and I recently moved to the Middle East. When did you move to the Middle East? I moved to the Middle East when I was 16 years old, but I already knew we were going to move for about a year or half a year. What went through your head when you received that information? I remember when my mom told me we were going to move. We were on our way to the grocery store, actually, in the car. And then suddenly she asked me, like how would you think, like, would you like to move to another country? And in that moment, I just knew, like, I knew what she was going to tell me. And I I got kind of shocked, and I didn't really know how to feel because it seemed so unrealistic. I was so used to just living in Norway, and I never really thought of moving. And after a few days, I didn't really like the idea of moving because I was scared, and I didn't even know about the country we were moving to, which is Qatar. Um, but then after a few weeks and months I talked a lot with my parents especially my dad and he helped to come he convinced me that it would be a good idea and all the problems and reasons I didn't want to move he helped me come with solutions to them Yeah, I remember when you told me, I was kind of shocked. And I also remember that one of the first things you said was that um, uh, (laughs) you hadn't really heard of uh, the country Qatar and (laughs) you thought it meant uh, like a disease in your eye because (laughs) there's a word for that in Norwegian, which which is Qatar. (laughs) Yeah, I remember. (laughs) But it's kind of, yeah, a difficult message to get when you've lived in the same country for 16 years that you're just going to abandon your life and your friends and your house here to go somewhere else. What was it like telling everyone that you were going to move so far away? Um, So I knew that we were moving before I could tell all my friends. And I kept on thinking, how how am I going to tell them? And I was really nervous about everything. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I just said it straight out. I don't, how did I tell you? Mm, I remember we were on our way to school and, yeah. uh, you were just like, it was not a really serious situation. Just like, Abba, I have to tell you something. And then you told me you were gonna, that you hadn't told many people. I think you, uh, you and your family knew, And then you told me, and then I was like, what the, yeah. And then you told me the eye disease thing. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I remember that we talked very like neutrally about it, but 
the last day of school. I remember that. I cried my eyes out and I didn't no. want you to move since you've been my best friend for many years and we are and you are like my closest neighbor <laughs> here in Oslo. And also um since we were 16 we were, uh, were going to start high school which is when you start high school here in Norway. And the first day of school, I uh, saw that we were going to be in the same class. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> and you are not going to be here because, yeah, you had to uh, apply to school anyways, just in case. But yeah, can you, what do you think about living in Qatar? Are, are you happy that you moved? Yeah, I'm really happy I moved. And I have, living here is amazing to be honest it's a really different country and the culture is completely different for the people who doesn't know it's a muslim country so there's many more rules for example dress code and in school you're not allowed to show your shoulders or knees or your uh, stomach or back or anything so you need to cover up all the time there's also rules about pork and alcohol So there's many more rules. And of course, the Qataris, the local people, they wear different clothing. So everything is really different, but I like it. I think it taught me a lot and I've become more open-minded to new cultures. Yeah, because it's kind of a lack of diversity in the area that I live in, in the area that you used to live in. Yeah, it was only Norwegians. But right now I have friends from all over the world and I think that's also very beneficial for my future because I can go wherever I want and there's a big chance I know someone there in my school there's about 80 different nationalities wow are there mm -hmm. any other Norwegians there <laughs> uh, there's some Norwegians in grade two and or three I think yeah but they're way younger obviously so and I think you have to tell Uh, <laughs> where your Norwegian teacher <laughs> is from. Yeah, so I have from. a... I'm taking Norwegian self-taught, which is a subject in IB, which I take. Um, and I have a teacher, and she's from Russia. <laughs> and then she moved to Norway when she was 14. And she lived there for about a year, maybe two. And that's how she learned Norwegian. So now she's my Norwegian teacher. <laughs> I think it's kind of ironic how <laughs> you who have lived in Norway for 16 years are taking classes from a person who has lived there like <laughs> one or two years. Yeah, but she's really good. And yeah. the subject is self-taught. So she's not meant to teach me the language. She's helping me, me with analyzing poems and all of that. Yeah, but... About school, uh, what program are you taking there? I'm doing IB, and right now I'm in grade 11 out of grade 12. And last year I took grade 10, so I took one year over again, just so it would be easier for me. Yeah, since I'm on my 12th year here in Norway. Yeah, and I'm in grade 11. Yeah. <laughs> are there... <laughs> Are all your friends in your class um, one year younger? Um, no, actually, they divide the years uh, differently. So about half of the grade is born in 2003 and the other half is 2004. I'm one of the oldest I am. 
But what was it like for you in the beginning when you moved there and you knew literally no one? I was really scared. Yeah, I was scared. Uh, but it's really easy to make friends here because everyone is so used to like people coming out and in of the country. It's a very international country. So people leave and come every year. Um, and people are very open-minded and they really welcome me in the best way. After my first day in school, I was so excited to go the next day. And like, I really enjoyed school. I wasn't bored or wanted to stay home. I was really excited to meet everyone. Well, that's good. And you're still uh, good in school with COVID and everything? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the situation like down there? Like, are you homeschooled or... Um, right now, I have three days in school and two days at home, and there's really strict rules. You have to wear a mask at all times in school. Um, if not, you can get about half a million kroners, Norwegian kroners, um, like you'll have to pay. That's $50,000 just to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also... In summer, it was about 1,500 cases every day. And last month, it, they, it went down to 200. So things were going really well. But now things are going up. So we're at like 300 cases every day. And people are thinking about having a new lockdown. Hopefully, we won't. Yes. But <laughs> was, <laughs> weren't you supposed to like not go the IB after last year? Yeah, <laughs> IB was IB was never my plan when I first came to the country. We I remember we looked at three other schools and one of them were IB and, and I was so sure that like I'm not doing IB. Um, then I ended up doing IB. I don't really know how, but that's how it went. And then I did in tenth grade. That's NYP program, um, and now I'm doing DP. And there was uh, a point where I wasn't sure if I could actually do the DP, like fully IB, because I really struggled, <laughs> struggled <laughs> in school because uh, everything was new. But then I worked really hard and I was able to um, raise my grades and I talked with teachers and I was able to do IB. So right now I'm doing IB and I'm really happy about that. Yeah, what was like the transition from going to Norwegian school where you speak Norwegian to going to a school where you learn chemistry and physics in <laughs> English? It was really difficult, everything. It was difficult. I enjoyed it, though. I like communicating with other people in English. I thought it was fun. But when it comes to the subject, uh, it was really difficult. I remember in chemistry... I didn't understand a single word. I was just sitting there. Because <laughs> I don't understand anything in Norwegian. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, exactly. I knew two two words. Um, <laughs> it was really, really difficult. I almost uh, failed the subject. Actually. Oh my God. That's why I couldn't do IB. Uh, but then I managed to get, uh, I managed to pass on my last test. <laughs> Because what was your English level like uh, before you moved to Qatar? Right. I managed to communicate with people, but that was it. I, I wasn't really good, like, subject-wise. 
but everyone I talked to in school even said my English was really good considering I just moved here and they were surprised because there's a lot of people who comes here without even knowing a single bit of English like they don't know anything so they said I was doing good um, and I've learned a lot of new English sort of and <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think you moving will have to do for you in the future do you think that your future would be different if you lived in Norway until you were at least 18? Uh, yeah, I think my future would be really different. Right now, the fact that I've got to know so many other people from other countries and learn more about cultures have made me wanting to travel more and explore new things. And I think if I stayed in Norway, I wouldn't care that much. I would, like, I would just stay in Norway probably. Right now, I want to study in the U.S. maybe. And after that, I want to live somewhere else. Right now, I'm not planning on living, like going back to Norway. But of course, who knows? It might happen. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm more open-minded. And also, the school has helped me a lot. Because in the IB, they're really focused on that we become independent. So we do all the work ourselves. And it really prepares us for the university. So I think it has affected me a lot as a learner as well. And it's had a great impact on my future. Yeah. Well, that's good. So yeah. what do you think about keeping your friendships in Norway? Have you kept all your friends or have you lost someone? Are you good at keeping in touch with them? So there's a few people I keep in touch with, like you, of course, <laughs> <laughs> and a few others. Um, but there's also a few people I lost contact with. Um, but I guess this also kind of shows me who, what people were my real friends. So you see it and, as a positive thing? Um, I don't know. It's a mix. I mean, I found out who's my real friends, which is good. But, of course, it's sad that I lost a few friends because mm. I loved all my friends and I had a great time with all of them, you know. Mm. But I've got a lot of new friends here in Qatar as well. So <laughs> I think it's fine. And I keep in touch with my closest friends. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, because I think that we've been really good at keeping our friendship through a long distance friendship yeah. <laughs> uh we uh you're not able to come to norway as often especially not uh because of covid and i uh, we talked about me visiting you in qatar but then the virus came and yeah. destroyed those plans so that's kind of sad <laughs> but when you were here uh during the christmas break we were together like almost every day And um, we've been better at talking through Zoom. Now, the last couple of months, I remember you moved. We actually didn't talk a lot on any social media at all. But when you were in Norway, we were together all the time. Yeah, things were really normal. Yeah. When I got back. And I remember also that I, it's not that I don't miss you, but I, I remember that when you left, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Because of course I have other best friends here in Norway, but you were like one of the best ones. And we, 
walk to school <laughs> together and you were my neighbor and I was like oh my god how am I how am I gonna manage without my best friend here but but uh it went well <laughs> it went surprisingly well yes <laughs> And we've actually talked about doing something together in the year after uh, we uh, finish high school. Yeah. And we're, of course, going to keep in touch after that as well. Like, uh, get pregnant at the same time and, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and our kids will be besties. (laughs) But the conclusion here is that long-distance friendship works even though you don't keep it, even though you don't talk every day and even though um you don't see each other a lot during the year because if you want to keep in touch you are going to keep in touch yeah exactly but yeah thank you for tuning in panile or louise as you're called in uh, (laughs) yeah is it such a difficult name to pronounce in english (laughs) but it was great to hear your story and i hope everyone learned something thank you so much for having me so what we learned here was that even though it sounds scary to live a comfortable life it's super healthy and it could be a great opportunity to grow learn and widen your perspective We also learned that you're not going to keep all the friends you had before, but that maybe you'll find out who were really your friends from the beginning of, and if you want to keep in touch, you're going to keep in touch. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed and learned something. If you did, I would be so happy if you subscribed and rated. If you'd like more insight, follow me on Instagram on Truthful Youth Podcast. See you in the next episode.